Hey, good people, it is Auntie Hanifa Walida. And it's Red Summer. And we are your gay aunties. Hey, babies. Hey, darlings, how y'all doing? Uh, long time. Hope you had a good Memorial Day weekend. And, you know, and jumping into Pride. Yes. <laughs> so, Memorial Day weekend is Pride here. Uh, Black Pride here in D.C. Mm-hmm. So kind of jumping off the, the Black Pride season. So we did get to... This year, I will say, I did the most priding that I have done in many, many years. <laughs> like, many, many years. And by priding, like, as a performer, like, when I started doing Pride, I would do, like, the events. I was, mm-hmm. you know, doing a film festival. Or I was hosting the Poetry Slam or something like that. This year, we partied. Like, it was <laughs> 1999. <laughs> I was going to say, that's good. That's good. Women, I need to get out there and party. Now, we party. We ain't like, we like, don't believe the hype. We, all, we ain't all pent up in the house at, after a certain age. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, sometimes we need to go hard. Yeah. We, you we, know. Memorial Day weekend, we, we did. We had events that we had to attend for everybody. Like, mm-hmm. it seemed like all of our friends were throwing something. Um but then also this weekend we did the Capital Pride Parade, which we hmm. walk in every year with the public schools in DC. <laughs> 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 so the group that we walk with is kindergarten <laughs> and up, what? you know, some babies and strollers. Yes, it's all parents and so basically children. flag. Right, it's DC public schools. So Mm. there are some schools, like elementary schools, that are along the route. Like all those kids are there, and parents. Like it's they're so excited when we pass their school. So there's two, I think. Oh, Um, that's great. Yeah, and our chancellor is always there, and we walk right behind the mayor. So (laughs) it's really bizarre. I would say. So, so how was it to be? Between... How was it to be so fully engaged with pride? Because you know, after a while, you kind of like, eh. right? <laughs> <laughs> I was unprided for for a few years, uh-huh. um, but I think too because the like politically, we have to be there. Um, not have to, but you know, it's just good for us to be there and show our faces and make sure that we're present for the Pride Day Parade because, you know, my wife does have a working relationship with the mayor and our chancellor yeah. and, you know, her being a principal. So, like, we're we're there <laughs> doing our work, like, being uh-huh. visible lesbians so that D.C. can say that they are inclusive. <laughs> we hire y'all. We do. We hire right, y'all. Right, right. <laughs> um, so it's been nice, but it was also interesting thinking about because when we were in the hotel, we were watching... Um, a bit of the uh, Stonewall Riots docu- a documentary about the Stonewall Riots. Okay, I would say don't watch that movie. No, no, no. This was is a, a documentary. Mm-hmm. And then going out to this super family-friendly, like, Disney version of Pride <laughs> was, like, really interesting for me. And it's usually really hot, and so then I get irritated but then I see like how excited the people are like along the route. 
Like they are screaming. They're like shouting like, oh my God, give me some bees. Like they're like really participating in it and so happy. And I get out of my funk because I recognize that like, this is important. I look at those young faces like out in the crowd being able to like go to the pride parade, maybe for their first time, like being out with their friends, like being in community and seeing this float or this group like marching in the parade with children with strollers and and scooters and yeah ain't bicycles. no different than the macy's day parade basically right mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's interesting it's interesting you brought this up because actually someone um on instagram um had because i had posted this whole thing where somebody did like a little uh i don't know if it was real or like city issued or not probably not mm-hmm. i'm looking at the train lines this looks that looks bananas but the um somebody put these little things up little pride posters in the new york city subways oh, talking okay. about you know how when it's like a uh, the posters when there's um service being done on tracks gotcha. or on certain lines they kind of mm-hmm. mimic that and they you know put rainbows and they was like holiday you know uh happy pride month um no bigotry hatred and prejudice at this station how does this affect my trip it doesn't travel alternative sashay away (laughs) so it's a cute little i love us you know i really do but um but it's interesting you know um you know people loved and everything but you know um someone a bibliophile on board um the book reader on board um she or he, I'm not sure, or they, um, they uh, were saying, um, yeah, but what does Pride Month really mean, though? And I kind of found my saying, my found myself replying to them saying, you know, honestly, I don't know. And then I was like, wait a minute. I, I mean, I guess it's like the maintenance of visibility. Like, guess what you're talking about? We have mm-hmm. this sharp contrast of our beginnings of, you know, not being able to dance together, but without our clubs being raided mm-hmm. to us having kids, supporting kids and bringing them in and, and people just bringing their kids to the, to the parade, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I think as, as, um, queer people, you know, who are kind of in it, you know, and, and, and a little bit, um, aware of the commercialization of, you know, pride that we can get kind of jaded ourselves, especially, you know, even being a younger person, you're already born into pride being commercialized. So what does mm-hmm. it mean to you really? You yeah. know what I mean? Other than a, a reason to, you know, party, get shit face or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it real. Yeah. Or fight. Cause I see you, I see you, my little Ooh. baby dykes with the fighting. I need to really chill. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, that aside, pride does still have a place. If not simply as a symbol of look how far we've come with us being in every day, even though our rights are still, you know, always on the edge of falling the fuck off the cliff, <laughs> depending on who's, on, depending on who's right. in the office. <laughs> and what state you're in. <laughs> or what state you're in. <laughs> right. You know, so there's this weird duality of reality. Like we have this bubbly time that we like to kind of dive into every June of like, can we just forget about you crazy mm-hmm. as old white straight evangelistic men yeah. <laughs> women, and just being our little pride bubble. But then it is the reality that even that bubble is still paid for by old white men that's trying to make a buck. Yeah. Keeping so it 100. we ended up going to the mall um, this mm-hmm. morning and walking through the mall, I won't say every store, but the majority of the stores that we went into had 
um, pride themed clothing for sale. Right. Of course. Um, and so then at some point you're like, okay, like this is overkill. Like we, and my wife and I discussed it. We were like, okay, like I get not wanting to be on the wrong side of history as this, you know, is concerning, (laughs) like as a corporation, like we want to say that we support the gays. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we were getting kind of jaded about it until I looked up at the gap and I saw Teak and Kim yes, and the baby. And then I'm like, oh, this is fucking amazing. I love it. Like, this is what this. And then, like, you get that feeling back. Like, when I'm walking in the parade and I'm just like, oh, it's hot. Wow, wow, wow. And then I look at somebody's face who's like, ah, like I waving know. frantically. Then you're like, oh, shit. Like, that's. That's what it's for. That 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 is what it's for to create moments like that, to create opportunities to have moments like that. Mm-hmm. I shared actually a, a snippet, or I think it was the whole commercial, um, on on the Yugayanti's Instagram. And but when I saw it, when it popped up on my own timeline, I was like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> I was so happy for them as a family, you yeah. know, and, and then also knowing just personally that journey that, that Teak has had to reach this point of, of joy and happiness mm-hmm. and still doing, of course, the work, um, that, um, or even seeing when, when he was just a journalist yeah. and moving into the activist that he is now. You know, mm-hmm. and marrying another activist and having yeah. an activist baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know if she's gonna be an activist or not, but whatever. <laughs> but you know, she got she got two parents who are. But um yeah, so yeah, it's 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 seeing that is just yeah, you're right. That that makes it all worth it. That makes that puts all the commercialism for me to the side. And mm-hmm. yes, okay, it's helping gap sell jeans or whatever the hell gap is selling these days. Yeah. But these kinds of commercials, if you will, mm-hmm. also serve, uh, I think, an even greater purpose. Again, a sort of nuanced visibility where we take it for granted, where our young ones can see someone like T, or rather, you know, young trans um, men or just trans people, you know, mm-hmm. can see themselves living a whole life. Not saying that, you know, their marriage or life is perfect, whose who's life for marriage or whatever it is, yeah. but to see someone reach that that place in their life against whatever odds that you that you share you share the same kind of odds Mm -hmm. you know it's it's just it's just affirming and you really can't get enough of that and i think to the point where we take it for granted maybe we should look at ourselves yeah we could definitely critique the commercialism that is really yeah whack but then like it's just corny but i mean but it has a dual purpose absolutely so teak is on the window of the gap then we go into like I don't know if H&M or like one of the other stores, like the big mm-hmm. stores. And then Laverne Cox is on the poster, you know? So it's just like, okay, like, exactly. you know, this is something that the kids would never have imagined that they would see in commercial spaces, you know? And, and dare I say, like trying to find like the best way to say it, like this is normal right Mm -hmm. this is normal these are everyday people (laughs) like Mm -hmm. they they can be models like they can participate in this structure and guess what everybody's all right like nobody had to be excluded from the beginning because guess what everybody's still all right 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Basically, all, all this pride is, is just, you know, pride should just have a simple sub subcaption. Can we live? And, yeah. and, and live in all of our totality, live mm-hmm. in our beauty and our joy and our fuck ups yeah. and our mistakes. Can we just live? You know, it's the mm-hmm. same thing black folks have been asking for, the same thing that all marginalized folks have been asking for, that we don't want to live via the lens of your imagination of us. Yeah. And the limitations that you want to impose on people who you just imagine but don't know. Mm. We just want to live. Right. The regular <laughs> live. You know? <laughs> So, I know. also saw today, just random, mm-hmm. um, a friend of mine posted a video of a girl um, doing like a theme song for bi people, like don't lead a bee out the, out the, you know, LGBT. <laughs> exactly. So I exactly. just looked it up again. Her name is Domo Wilson mm-hmm. and it's the bisexual anthem, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo, you gotta share that. You gotta share that on a gay yes. hadn't heard of that. Yeah. So like that, even thinking about that. So like we have addressed a lot of times like um, transphobia and how trans people show up, you know, in different spaces or are starting to show up in different spaces. You know, we've been watching Pose and and all of that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and thinking about like the, and the Pose ball come back on this week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Bi erasure is a big thing, right? It's oh, it's very yeah. real, and so then not that. only is it not discussed enough, it's not discussed because people are dismissive of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not even seen as a real problem yeah. in our community, and of course outside of our community. Because just as we dismiss it, you damn sure straight folks are going to dismiss it. Mm-hmm. If we say pick a side, straight folks definitely going to say pick a side, right? So she's <laughs> talking about that, like I don't have to pick a side. <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah, she she talks about like being being told that like being by like what that means for her and what it means to be proud of that mm. when everybody's saying that there's something wrong with you. So exactly. yay for the sister doing some um <laughs> some by <bi> hip hop for <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. the culture. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and start the conversation, sis. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and start the conversation. Well, you know, I haven't done anything uh, for Pride. And, and oh, I mean, I, I do plan to. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm still in the jaded box. I mean, this me doing this podcast with you is my pride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's how I sustain my sense of pride. It's, it's my contribution or engagement with a sense of pride. But I, I, I have never really been a pride person. I was turned off really early in mm-hmm. the game. Because um, not for nothing... Um, I came out when Pride was still was being commercialized too, so it's not like I was here when Pride first started and actually met some. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't that much of an auntie, you know. <laughs> but um, so I was my first Pride. I was turned. I said I ain't doing one of these motherfuckers ever again. I'm good. Like oh, yeah. I, I was really, really turned off. But um, or oh, I didn't see myself in. I'm like, why am I here? You know. So. That's unfortunate. So, you know, there's other ways you can just find ways to be prideful. But I will say that, um, now that was a New York pride, but I will say for those who are going to be in Cincinnati, um, Mm. come uh, the weekend of June um, 20th, so that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I will be in town um, uh, screening You People, which is a a film we don't really talk about on the show, (laughs) (laughs) which is so ironic. Okay, but... um, (laughs) 
<laughs> that kind of started the show to promote the <laughs> film, but that's all right. All that being said, so there's a film that me and Red was involved with that um, I directed and produced called You People. Um, it's, it's an incidental documentary of the making of a music video I did some years ago, and it really is about the making of it, those two, that weekend, that 30 of us, um, a mixture of uh, uh, lesbians, um, trans men, bi folks, and straight women, cis women, um, all in a, in the brownstone in two weeks, try, I mean, two days trying to make it happen and some interesting yes. things happened. And so that then became the film. All that being said, if you're going to be in Cincinnati for Cincinnati Pride, I will be out there screening and I also may be, I think I am performing a little bit as well. So nice. yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> you know, I've never been a Cincinnati gun, girl. I, I do not know a Cincinnati from a yeah, no. <laughs> I've been, one been through there. Scene. You've been through there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you passed through. So yeah, I did um, a screening for Alnisa. Oh, okay. See, one of boom. the schools with, there. With Timo? No, no, the Timo didn't move there yet. I don't no, no, no. Yeah, because Timo is the one who's bringing me out there. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I and it's so nice to reconnect out. with him. Yeah, because uh, he he's the bomb. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll announce it again before I go out. But uh, yeah, so if you're going to be Cincinnati. On the, in that weekend, the weekend of the 20th, 21st, and 22nd, um, I will be out there um, enjoying Cincinnati, enjoying a city I've never been. I love um, exploring new cities. Yeah. Um, all right. So that being said, we have a couple of letters. Letters. Yes, we have a couple <laughs> of letters. Um, one has to do with Islam, which is really interesting. Mm. Um, we've been waiting to, to, we, I think we've been trying to drum that up for a minute. And so something happened, came down the pipe. Hallelujah. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> uh, right, dealing with being, you know, dealing with Islam and, and queerness. And we have a letter. We can start with this person, which is, is interesting. What are we going to call this person? Because they do not want us to use their name. Um obvious reasons actually dice right oh dice oh yes because you're rolling dice yes <laughs> yes <laughs> okay um do you want to read or am i going to read um you can read sure enough okay, and then i'll so... start with the other letter <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, sure enough sure enough there we go <laughs> all right so dice writes us she's like hey y'all i am an older black woman that finds your conversations are still relevant to my demographic i really needed y'all when i was younger navigating the who's and why's of queerness and self-discovery but alas you both have created the safe user-friendly community that i anticipate causing me to constantly reevaluate uh, that i anticipate causing me to reevaluate lifestyle issues and grow all right for over six months, the executive director of a program where I work has been flirting with me in various ways. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> right there is a problem, and I think you know that. Right. I don't know where it's going to go. <laughs> but various any ways. sort of power dynamic flirtation on the job is going to be an issue on the both adults are on board and clear and communicative and and doing whatever they're doing within job guidelines unless they want to risk losing their jobs mm-hmm. all right i continue that's just a that's just a read and stop moment not knowing where this is going to go all right at first she continues at first i didn't know what was happening 
I just thought she was being nice and appreciated the good job I was doing. Duh. <laughs> listen. I love I, listen, us. I know. <laughs> I know. Another oblivious moment. Yes. You know, and let me let me say this, Dice. Like, listen. It's one, we all are oblivious, but also sometimes you can be even more so oblivious when there is again that power dynamic because this is a part of your brain that's like, this ain't happening. Right. This is not happening on the job. Right, no. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she continues. I had no idea whether she was married, had kitties, or in any kind of relationship. Therefore, I was just pleasant and observant. I never turned her advances aside. But I noticed that she was some timey, off again, on again, disclosing no concrete information. Like, I guess with the flirting, she was off again and not really. Like, oh, so sometimes she would flirt and then sometimes she would just be regular work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And not really kind of expound, like, why am I flirting, I guess, or like just like kind of building on the flirtation. Like, so what we doing here? Anyway. I and sometimes have- giving information and sometimes not. Yeah, exactly. So- or sometimes being clear or maybe never truly being clear, but like mm-hmm. throwing hella hints or vagueness out there. I'm already not liking this boss. Anyway. She continues, I began I began to have sexual and romantic feelings for her. Oh, dice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen, and, and you know, I don't know how old you are, sister. Um, and I'm going to guess you probably relative to our age because you, you said you're an older black woman. That can be older than us now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you know. You know. This whole thing about having sexual and romantic feelings for someone flirting with you vaguely mm-hmm. or sometimey. One thing us <clears throat> women who love women tend to do is really jump the gun, boy. We love jumping that gun. We love mm. reaching for what's not there. We love mm. seeing what's not there. We love feeling what's not mm. there. And, and not to say that that's not a beautiful thing. We are a feeling people, a feeling part of the species. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but come on now. Okay, I'll, I'll continue. I'll, so, I'll and to, okay. to to agree with what you're saying, mm-hmm. um, sometimes when you're bored, oh. you create situations to entertain yourself with, right? Mm. And so, if I'm not currently in a relationship, or maybe some people, if I am, like, but I'm just like looking for the next thing to occupy my mental space. You don't mind talking about the, the, the boss, aren't you? I'm talking about the no, I'm talking about dice. Oh, okay. So and this is like hypothetically, right? But like mm-hmm. a case that you see all the time. I am looking for attention. Somebody comes by, it was like, hey, we're going to get coffee. You want some? <laughs> she wants me. <laughs> right. <laughs> these people in here you gonna ask me do I want some coffee you ain't see me drinking no coffee don't you want to ask if I want coffee mm-hmm. let's see where this is gonna go right <laughs> <laughs> the person probably just asked because they made eye contact with you and they didn't want to be awkward right <laughs> but we will definitely create a situation where we are in situation creation mode true but let me continue with this letter. I'm kind of reading ahead a little bit. Let me go ahead and oh, say okay. something. 
And as you said, I began to have sexual and romantic, sexual and romance. So, and I love how she separated. Right. The, you know. <laughs> so sometimes I'm daydreaming about, you know, us having dinner and like maybe something happening, growing between this feeling. And sometimes I just want to smash. Okay. That's real. All right. Okay. I believe she knew it too. That you was thinking about it like that? Mm-hmm. Now, that's another thing we do. Ain't nobody gonna read your mind, baby. Mm-hmm. Unless you tell her, anyone, unless you, listen, people, stop thinking that people can read your mind, okay, and you can mm-hmm. read theirs, okay? Just don't, just, you can save yourself a lot of heartache and making an ass of yourself. Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody you know I mean? knows unless, what you're thinking. Because nobody knows what you're thinking. Ever. And so you're having this explicit conversation with just yourself and not having explicit conversation with that person to know what's actually the deal. But I I will continue. Okay. I believe she knew it too. As my quote unquote boss, she had to tread lightly. And so did I. Okay. So maybe there is some communication happening. Recently I found out she was leaving the organization. So I invited her out for lunch at an upscale restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Because you mean it. Cause you about to jump this off, right? <laughs> right, right. So you know, it got to be upscale. You know, this ain't a red lobster kind of time. She ain't a red lobster kind of woman. She's an executive director. Yeah. So you gotta, yes. you know, you got to. <clears throat> okay, upscale restaurant to show my appreciation for her encouragement and professional kindness to me <laughs> on the job. Okay, Dice, I think I love you. Anyway, <laughs> so she asked her out, and she agreed. <clears throat> When we sat down at our lovely table, I love how she writes. When we sat down (laughs) at our lovely table, it was almost two hours of silence on her part. No shit, Sherlock. Surprise, surprise. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait. So they have, okay, okay. (laughs) They have a a relationship with each other professionally, right? They've been going back and forth and talking. It's just that one of them is further along in the relationship possibly than the other because one of them has expressed we know that they have had sexual and romantic <laughs> thoughts about the other person. No, I don't I don't know if she expressed that explicitly. No, 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 I'm she, saying oh, Dice expressed oh, that to oh, us. Oh, okay, got it. So yes, we do yes, know yes. that Dice is is liking a lady. Mm-hmm. But we don't she's know what a lady before is a relationship. Yes, yeah, she's having a relationship right. in her mind before the relationship. Yes. Got you. Yes. Okay, so then yes. they meet they go out to lunch to a beautiful establishment <laughs> with a lovely table which <laughs> shows me the thought and the planning and the forethought, you know, all of that stuff that was put into selecting yes, the place like you are on a date. You are not taking this lady out to congratulate her for her new job and her professional courtesies or whatever you just said. Like you well, are no. on, you on a date. Her, and, and yeah, yeah. At least in Dice's mind, she's on a date. Right. But yeah, but I think that you know this woman is also another adult and she's not stupid or a fool. So if she's coming on this in this invite. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, where a subordinate, quote unquote, subordinate is now inviting her out to dinner. Even if this woman is clueless, I would as as the boss, I'd be like, so why are we going out to dinner? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a you know, okay, we won't go there. All that and this is dinner, dinner or lunch. Um, no, she can say upscale restaurant, so it can be anyone. Anyway, so she agreed to do this, whether mm-hmm. how much she 
And she, right, and right. Mind you, and mind you, I don't put this all on dice because she said that this woman is flirting. Not mm-hmm. everything, you know, it's like you seeing things. Like a flirt is a flirt is a flirt. Maybe okay. some people are just some people are very sensual just by nature, and I think a lot of sometimes they come off. And you know, and, and so mm. we don't we don't know. But I just want to put it all out there that nothing is truly as it seems until y'all start fucking. There you go. So. <laughs> <laughs> and right, even so she, then it's okay i know <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so anyway so we got back okay so when we sat down at our lovely table it was almost two hours of silence on her part so okay on her part three exclamation points um so she's trying to start conversation and she's getting crickets that's mm, why okay all right yeah yeah you know, I said, y'all can, you can at least fucking talk about the goddamn job. Like you can, you can find something to talk about. So right. that just that silence and awkwardness is already kind of telling me something. So let's see where this goes. She continues. I spent the time making small, polite talk, which felt excruciatingly awkward, but I played it off and made light, pleasant conversation. There was none of the smiling flirting and romantic signifying quote unquote that she constantly engaged in when I encountered her at work. Okay. Already, already know what this shit is. Mm -hmm. Anyway, if that had been the case, I planned to express my feelings. If that had been the case, I case, I planned to express my feelings. Mm -hmm. We departed the re- oh, okay, all right, all right. So I just so, want to be clear. If she got she, some feedback. she was ready to be explicit about her feelings. Right. If now in this place outside of work, where you know, if you're still going to show, this is now this place to to actually address if there's something going on. So dice, that was her intention. What is mm-hmm. going on? Let's get outside of work, and let's mm-hmm. see what's up and what's good. And she's getting cricket. It's important to note that the boss is now moving to a different company or something. So you all are not going to be working together. So now you can shoot your shot. Work. Work. Right. Okay. <laughs> so if that been the case, okay. Um, she departed the restaurant, then went our separate ways. No thank you note, no verbal acknowledgement of she had a good time. Nothing. Yo, fuck her, yo. That's bullshit. <laughs> However, whatever this is, that's bullshit. That's just tacky. That's just classless. That's just petty. That's just... And I know she's straight. Anyway, on the one hand, I'm sorry. On the one hand, I'm sorry, she continues. This is Dice speaking. On the one hand, I was relieved after months of this dilemma. Yet on the other hand, I felt frustrated and played for a fool. By the by the way, she is a mature professional woman as I am. What's your take on 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 the epic? Quote unquote epic. I'm not sure what she means by that. Anyway, thank you in advance for any insights dice okay and she wrote this on her phone (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you for that sacrifice that's that's really work (laughs) i understand that 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 was a lot of work um a lot of work right so she leaves and she doesn't say anything it could it could mean something and it could not right Mm -hmm. um personally i'm saying Mm -hmm. it could Mm -hmm. mean that she went on this date, you know, quote with you, and she didn't really feel the chemistry, right? Maybe mm-hmm. it was a, a a power thing when she was in the office, like knowing that she could come up and say blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. Like, what mm-hmm. would you say back? Um, and once the the shift occurred, then there might not have been as much of a draw, right? Um, and this kind of goes back to like the game, <laughs> you know. Um, so maybe the the draw wasn't there, or maybe she just got there. And she was like, you know what? 
the chemistry's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, she you had know, to, like to have kind like, of like when you meet someone online, do you actually meet them in person? I'm like, oh wow, yeah. Man. Now you all have been texting for seventy five hours, <laughs> and then you meet, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what happened to all that back and forth when we were texting? <laughs> like, where is that person? I was blah blah blah, right? Um, and I say it could mean something um, in that way, or it could not, like. Maybe she was not in that relationship with you. Mm. Like, maybe she's naturally flirty. Maybe she's naturally um, give a little, take a little. You know what I'm saying? Like, doing that whole thing. And she didn't. I didn't mean to turn you on. But see, see, she didn't even give her that courage to say, I didn't mean to turn you on. So, Mm -hmm. my suspicion is that I don't care how what age she is, how professional she is, because this obviously was not very professional at all, socially mm-hmm. speaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a straight woman bullshit is straight woman bullshit. Now she did not, she did not really highlight whether she felt this woman was straight. And you know, unless someone tells you, I guess you really don't know. She said mm-hmm. she didn't know she had kitties or like was married and like she didn't really know her personal life per se. Yeah. Okay, all she know was the energy she was giving her at work. And so as a gay woman, or I'm assuming a gay woman, that she was like, oh, wow, this, okay, all right. So, you know, you shouldn't have to sit back and try and figure out, is she straight, is she this, is she blah, blah, blah. You should assume if someone is giving you energy, you can, you know, reply to it appropriately and see mm-hmm. what happens. Either something happened or it doesn't. The fact that she did not even say thank you, or basically she ghosted her, which is completely disrespectful to whatever relationship they had, whether it was just mm-hmm. a, a, a boss and, and, and an employee, or whether it was just, you know, light work, you know, co-worker kind of, you know, interactions. It doesn't matter. You don't say not, you don't even, you just even say thank you for the dinner. Now, nice she didn't dinner. send or, a note or she didn't say, like, when y'all were leaving, give you that hug and say, all right, well, thank nah, you. Nah, she ain't, nah, 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 nah. She didn't say all that. She just said the big chain. Um, if that had been no thank you note, no verbal acknowledgement of she had a good time, nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So. I'm trying, sister boss. I'm trying to. <laughs> No, but you know, the I, other, no, no. you know the other side of it. Now I smell straight. <laughs> now, if she is straight, which is a possibility mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. um, you didn't shoot the shot. And if she's like old school and she's expecting you to to like mm-hmm. take the initiative and to you know what I'm she saying, bought, like be she the aggressive one. Restaurant. Yes, she I get that. Okay. If you bring me to an upscale restaurant and then you want to talk about work and your your track shoes you got, you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) if the conversation wasn't going in that direction because she's waiting, it's almost like they're like they could have both been waiting on each other to give them the signal to move forward, right? So if Dice is waiting on her to say, yeah, I'm interested in you for her to say, oh my God, okay, good. Cause I'm interested in you. She never said it. She never, okay, so she gonna... never addressed it. Right. Okay. She I'm said if back... she got that feedback from, from boss, then she was going to express her feelings. She didn't get it. So she didn't say anything, 
boss is probably there like what's good mm-hmm. like you know okay i'm a lady you know i'm waiting on you to <laughs> to jump the thing off you don't then i'm like yo well do do you even really like me like are you are you interested in this like ugh, you know and then that whole thing that happens i hate to be stereotypical about it but there are plenty of women who feel like if you're not trying to like actively approach them then you're not interested or something is wrong or you know what i'm saying but, but here if she's old school like that what's what i'm having a problem with or what's confusing me is then why was she so aggressively flirting because the thing is that dice is going to the situation based on the interactions at work that that woman mm-hmm. jumped off with yeah so she kind of gave her all this energy dice wasn't thinking about her she was my boss mm-hmm. and now my boss is giving me this flirty energy so this woman already has a, a certain assertive Fem, I don't even know if she's a feminine, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. she has this assertiveness about her. So now that we're at a dinner away from work, you know, not even like a, a look or something. Because here's my thing I, you know, I get it, I get it, you know, and we don't know the gender dynamic between the two. We don't know if mm-hmm. Dice is like butchy and, you know, and this woman is not, and if she is not really queer, then maybe she's looking, or maybe she is queer and she's looking for some sort of, and they're older women, maybe looking for some sort of stereotypical interaction. I say, yeah. fuck all that too. I say, <laughs> fuck all that too. Okay. If you, if you jumping off at work and I'm now taking you up to a, a, a restaurant, that I'm going to pay at least three bills over. You know what I mean? It's going to be, you know what I'm saying? I'm paying over $100 most likely for this meal. Mm. And we over here making polite talk. And all of a sudden, all, everything that was at work is not here. There's nothing, no yeah, look, no blink, yeah. no wink, no nothing. Mm-hmm. You about some bullshit. I mean, either about some bullshit, either, either straight or questioning late in life. And you don't know how to deal now, now, now that you don't have, like you said earlier, that power dynamic at work. Yeah. Or you one of them whack, I'm sorry, you one of them whack ass femmes that love attention but don't know how to give it you know what i mean and okay. that's whack and so i say no matter how you look at it don't stress dice you know what i'm saying don't don't trip keep it moving you know what i'm saying she maybe it's a good thing she's leaving work so you don't got to deal with this even this shit oh, you know yeah, or, that or feel that's going to impact your yeah exactly mm-hmm. now it's even more because now you don't know where the, where the what the bitch is thinking <laughs> and and how she's going to react on work or how she can impact you, your employee i mean mm-hmm. your, your your job yeah me. you know what i mean so maybe it's good maybe it's good that she showed whatever her colors are we can speculate on where she was coming from the point is that it was classless it was whack um for me, like even like that kind of like at a dinner with someone for me as as a as a full grown woman, that would turn me off. That is so unsexy if you can't make conversation. I'm over here struggling to make some damn conversation. Yeah. And here you can't make no conversation. You have just become unsexy. In every shape of I don't want, I don't want to touch y'all, I don't want to fuck y'all, I don't want to kiss you. <laughs> I've done it before. You know, I'll okay. be all nice. It's like, thanks for the dinner, but I'll never call you again. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Deuces. Okay. You know? So that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, I, I, don't, I, just, I don't even care where the boss is. I think Dice, you know, you should honor yourself. Again, thank goodness she is leaving. Mm-hmm. So you don't got to jump any unnecessary hurdles that you don't see coming because you remember you ain't the boss. Right. right. <laughs> you know? But whatever. Later and bye. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Really. And, and maybe it maybe think about, you know, what 
you know, cause it's just, this so, you know, cause Dice was like, you know, she started thinking about this woman this way and that way based on the energy. Cause that's what we do as human beings. You're giving me energy. It's like, wow. You know, you start to feel good about yourself and you start daydreaming. And, and mm. the fact that you went through that as a human being, yeah, you know, and then someone, you have the right to feel a little bit played, or at least have your, your good intentions played for the fool. You know what I mean? Mm. But I don't think you f should feel like a fool for feeling a certain way about someone that couldn't return it. That's on them and it's not on you. Yeah. Um, I think too, this is, this is one of those situations where you, it's whack. Like it's whack that it happened, <laughs> right? Um, I acknowledge that it's, it, you, you have this thing and, and, you expect things to go a certain way, and when they don't, like, uh, like it's it's weird, it's awkward. Um, but this is one of those places where, even as a mature woman, as you have said that you are, that you got to be more upfront uh, with yourself and with other people, like, mm. um, as you are setting up this date. That's not really. Like, you weren't really honest about your intention. Um, hmm. You said that you were taking her out to lunch or dinner or whichever that it was to oh, okay. thank her for um, being a support for you in the okay. place, okay. right? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. You weren't honest. You set up this date. You were about to profess your love and, right? <laughs> You know, break. You had well, your U-Haul key. She was looking right. for inroads to do that, and yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And so mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. the intention behind it was already not pure. Sorry, um, mm -hmm. that's real. That's real. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> like you had the expectation of what you wanted the outcome to be. We don't know what this lady was going through. Like at the you know, at this point in the day, we don't know if she was just being polite and agree. You know what I'm saying? Like there are so many other factors that we don't know about um, in that. And so I don't want to just vilify her as if like, she's just wrong when the reality mm -hmm. is she was taken on a date without um, consent, you know, what I'm saying? without the, um, the knowledge okay. of knowing that this is what um, the purpose of this outing is. And so she didn't get to show up in the space prepared for that. That's true. That's true. If that's the case, then that that can that can create the awkward silence. Mm -hmm. Okay, that can create the awkward silence, especially again if, if she you don't is know the how kind to... of person that is naturally flirtatious in a way where, because I, I, you know, we all know people that like it wasn't like you're flirting, but you're not. It's just a mm -hmm. part of your character. It yeah. could have been that. Um, or maybe she was flirting with you and she wasn't prepared to bring that outside. I don't know. Part of me is just like, come on, y'all both grown. You're not stupid. But, mm -hmm. but you know, you're right. She should have been on this with herself and with that woman and her intentions, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and then you both get yeah. to move forward into this experience with all exactly. the information. Like, that's the only, my only kind of like, in, uh, what do you call it? Um, in the future. <laughs> should you you know be in a situation like this again i would implore you to be honest with yourself and with the other person about um what your expectation is there are plenty of people that's like all right well congratulations on your new job you should let me take you on a date to celebrate 
right? That's that's equally as, or I would say that's more upfront um, mm-hmm. on what your what your intentions are yeah. than like I want to thank mm-hmm. you for you know being there for me as a boss. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I have to agree with you on that. Yeah, if if the, you know, we don't know the full what the full case is with either one of them, but I I I'm I'm solely with you. I mean, I'm totally with you with that, in 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 regards to what Dice should be accountable for as well in this situation. Mm-hmm. In regards to what the end result is, you yeah. know what I mean? She, Just we, we should contribute forward. to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because then she could have said, "Date." Oh no, honey, that's not what this is. You know what I'm saying? Nope. <laughs> and then you all could have been clear about where the boundaries are. Or yeah, date. Yeah. Hey, yes, yeah. I've been waiting on you to come on with the come on, right? <laughs> so there are possibilities that could have existed with the information out there that weren't sure. able to to grow naturally because you had these ulterior motives that she was not a part of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go, Dice. I, uh, <laughs> I hope we've helped uh, you and others. Uh, Get some clarity around those, you know, uh, uh, clarity around being clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, and also don't drop a hundred and more on anybody that you haven't been clear with and they haven't been clear with you. Mm, very much You know so. what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with a hundred dollar date, but I'm just saying, at least sit down knowing that there's a possibility we can move forward with this. Mm-hmm. You know. Absolutely. Yes. Um Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, all right. So quickly before right, well, we move forward. Yes. Um, Cause I know we have the one that we're looking forward to discussing. Yeah. Um, I wanted to kind of prep for something that we're planning to do in the future. If I okay. could now. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> so we, <laughs> um, Hanif and I have really been discussing this, or just kind of playing around with what we want to say around the conversation of reproductive rights and health and uh, services uh, for women in our community. (laughs) Um, Or I guess just in general, because like we- Community as in the country? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we tend to think that, you know, a lot of this stuff doesn't affect us because we're lesbians um, or that this is not our fight. But um, I wanted to just kind of put out there if anyone has some questions um, or wanted to talk about with us in some way what you are thinking or feeling or experiencing around um, reproductive health, around this abortion bans, around like all of this legislating of um, female bodies. bodies. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm definitely asking you all to write us and share with us what's going on with you so that we can flush out this uh, conversation. You are those you love, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and and, you know, and and, you know, there are a lot of queer people, queer women who are at the forefront of this uh, fight. Um, So we're in it um, because I I think we do understand um, the greater consequences. And at the end of the day, um, those of us who are female bodied Mm -hmm. um, or seen as that, um, are still in danger of being, um, having our bodies violated, you know, um, and dealing with the consequences of that. Those who, those of us who have reproductive organs, 
Um, mm-hmm. And those and, to, and the people who like to abuse those bodies who have reproductive organs, <laughs> no matter yeah. how you may identify, <laughs> you know, there is still we're still endangered in that way. Our body, our our sense of uh, personal space and autonomy is still in danger mm-hmm. because no matter what happens to us in this life, we should be able to make decisions about um, um, our body yeah. and where we move from there. So yeah, so we we're, we're also um, going to be reaching out to some incredible people. I'm here in the state of Georgia, or we're going to find somebody to come on the show yeah, <laughs> um, and, and, and help us talk about this um, and basically, you know, fill in the blanks where we may not be knowledgeable. But at the end of the day, we do want to hear from you all and where you are with this. It's not about whether you agree or not. I think for the most part, our listeners mm-hmm. <laughs> are on the same page with us. It's more so how do you feel your life will be impacted if things change or Roe v. Wade is somehow uh, overturned? Is that something you've taken for granted, being of a younger generation where you were born into this, into a reality where you have freedoms? Right. Um, as you know, and uh, or maybe people uh, close to you have been affected um, by this. And if you're in one of the states, Georgia, Alabama, Missouri, that is going through this bullshit literally in real time, holla at us um, at your gay aunties at gmail.com. Yeah. All right, all right. So on to the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Auntie Hanifa. And I'm just here to introduce a new, necessary, and hopefully temporary part of the show. We call it The Audio Got Fucked Up. Again, but it's some good shit. So listen. So let's go to the letter. Okay. Yeah, let's go into the letter, and it's it's a doozy, and it's something that I think we've tried to manifest in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Where um, um, it, it does have to deal with uh, someone's relationship with Islam, mm-hmm. um, and she and her partner being queer. Okay. Um, there's a mm-hmm. lot in the letter, so. And first of all, does she doesn't have a name? The she didn't give us a name at all. Oh, hold on, let me Mm-mm. bring it back up. All right, so let's give her a name and just um, to be safe. Body. Let's give her like a classic Muslim name. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, well, she's not the Muslim. No, 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 no that's right. She's not the Muslim, right? Okay, yeah. yeah so, um, so a nice Christian name. That's <laughs> 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 Damn, I don't know. I can't even come up with a good Christian name. What's considered a, like a good Christian name? What's considered mm. a good Christian name? She's black too, so she could be Keisha. Yeah, Keisha it is. <laughs> All right, so we Keisha. spent five minutes trying to find a name. Right. Keisha it is. <laughs> Keisha it is. <laughs> so Keisha sent us a letter mm-hmm. um, saying, hello, I see that she is 33. All right. And met her partner eight years ago. And instantly fell in love. She in, uh, and this is the letter. So she introduced herself to me as. Well, first a, let's just say so Keisha doesn't uh, uh, a trip. So we your letter's um long. Thank you um for the detail because we know we prefer that than not. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did just edit it a bit for the sake of time. Just to all chunk right. it up a little bit so we can get through it all. Okay. Say word. Um, so I met my partner eight years ago and instantly fell in love. She introduced herself to me as a black queer Muslim chef. Mm-hmm. Like mm. a chef, art, because you like good. to eat. <laughs> I 
I was immediately impressed by her. Not only was she gorgeous, she also was proudly gay and Muslim in the same breath. As an agnostic, former former Bible thumper, I found her willingness to be complex, even contradictory, admirable. I found community and vulnerability in her. She can cook her ass off too, y'all. <laughs> we did the whole U-Haul deal and through a few breakups and makeups have been great friends and lovers ever since. Um, mm, so wow. that is, you know, the great start. We, you know, we, we fall in love immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I mean, hey, I mean, <laughs> you got you on good food. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then they that's have bliss. this um, uh, religious duality that's present there, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, and. Forgive my ignorance. I don't know exactly what an agnostic is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a good, you know, or how about, you know what, let me not just play myself because I'm over here stalling. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't do religion like that. Hold on. Okay, a person who believes, excuse me, a person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence or nature of God or of anything beyond material phenomena. Mm. A person who claims neither faith nor disbelief in God. So not an atheist. Mm-hmm. But not a Bible thumper. So as an agnostic, former Bible thumper. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. See, I'm glad I looked it up because I'm over here playing myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So was a, a like really strict kind of Christian moved into a more open-minded concept yes. of spirituality. Got you. Yes. And so with that, you know, just really admiring her ability to live in her truth as a queer Muslim woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So she goes on to say, I moved back to my hometown to be closer to my family and put my life back together. This is after their breakup. Um, I was devastated by our breakup, yet she and I still talked weekly. She moved back to our hometown as well and began recommitting herself to her faith. During that time, her family arranged for her to be married to a man. Okay. I was butt hurt, but I wanted to support her because I love her. She wanted to be okay. married to a woman, but was going to try a husband out and have kids. Like a pair of shoes. Yeah. You a know, good hat. Let's go get, <laughs> oh. get a husband and, and some chicken. You know, see how it fits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just make sure you got a good tailor. Mm-hmm. Well, at this time, she also began covering, um, which she hadn't done when we first met. So she is really um, taking this time to delve back into um, what do we call this? Like the her, I guess her Muslim walk. I don't know what's the better way to put that. Um, she's revisiting her faith. Yeah. Okay. You know Definitely. that's essentially what it is. So she's back home with family. She's mm-hmm. engaged to a man. She's going to go through with this wedding, make everybody happy. She's covering. Everybody should be pleased with her as she is succumbing to the tenets of the faith. Right. Okay. And her family, did this, okay, well, I'll let yeah, you Yeah, she moved back with her family as well. The and family knew she was gay. Like she marriage. was out. Like she was out yeah. to her family. She had been out. Oh. She had been ostracized by the family um, later on in the letter, it says. But so she was 
uh, like put out of the family. What's the word? It's not coming to me right now. Um, for some time for being gay, so the family knew. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That comes later in the letter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's later on. Okay, in my the bad. Letter. All but right. To, you know, give context to where we are. She's back home now with the family. She's agreeing to marry a man. Her family arranged the wedding. Okay. Mm-hmm. So shortly after her engagement, she removed all photos of her without the hijab from social media, throughout all her rainbow and let's be honest t-shirts and buttons, and asked that I take any references to our relationship out of the public eye. I did as she asked, even though I felt erased and worried for her well-being. Can we just stop right there? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is this is less about Islam. I just wanted to just talk about our relationship with religion and finding love and finding a sense of satisfaction. You know, mm-hmm. um, when for me, where it stops with with any religion is when any faith that tells you that all that you've been does not count. Mm-hmm should be removed or erased yeah. is in, in direct contradiction to the force of nature, <laughs> to the rhythm of like, what are you <laughs> talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about? That is, that is ungodly in itself. Mm. All right. I just wanted to say that that's, that's probably one of one of my issues with organized religion. Yeah. But all that being said, please continue. I just wanted to, I mean, a race. Mm-hmm. So then, who, like this kind of idea of a fresh slate yeah. from like all like in other words, there's no worth in all that you've been and done and decisions you've made, good, bad, or in whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that that's something that I disagree with. Like, period. Like, I know maybe if you've been in a situation that was that was bad or abusive or like you know very hurtful for you, you know, you might want to erase parts of that, but this is not the case here. This is for other people, right? This is being done to save faith, to protect yourself from, you know, what people might have to say, you know, like all of that, like, and you're, you're not just taking this off of your own pages, like you are expecting your former partner to completely erase ever having had this loving relationship that she feels that she had as well. Mm-hmm. And all that relationship had helped her grow in, mm-hmm. in that span of time. Like, you know, like, in other words, all of her interactions with you are devalued because you two had sex. So all of your other mm-hmm. interactions that help her become her up to this point. Right. That's also just out of here. Yeah. That's 86. That's mute. That's, that's, that's yeah. voided out. Ridiculous. Hmm. Sorry. I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't really mean it to like deflect and dismiss it like that. But, you know, that's, that's, that's just a, like a, let's bring it, just put it down to the kernel, to the molecular, like what actually you're at, you're saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and how it doesn't make any freaking sense, in my opinion. So. Finally, (laughs) within months of her engagement, she asked if she could spend a couple of nights in my extra bedroom to get her head together. 
Long story short, that was six years ago. Okay. So they've been together for six years they from then. They've been together since then, since she showed up wow. at the door to stay in the guest room. To get her head Baby girl never went back home to the the fiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, sure. What her family think about that? Did she talk about that in the letter? Um, not necessarily. All right. Whatever. Okay. Um. So please. So we are officially together. So here's some parts. Now I kind of went back and forth about including this thing because there are a couple of things this kind of reminds me of the other letter that we received where one is one person telling somebody else's story mm-hmm. also um it is you know by nature very one-sided <laughs> mm-hmm. um so understanding that but there's also an extra layer to this relationship that's mentioned that I kind of want to stop and address here. Okay. I had skipped it over. I skipped over this part in the highlighting, um, but I'll go into this for a second. We are officially together, and sometimes she introduces me as her wife to white people. Meanwhile, if we run into a family member or a family friend or black people she works with, she may not introduce me at all, not even as a friend. We are both black women. Mind you, she is femme in appearance, and I'm generally femme presenting. Oh, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. So actually, there's three layers. Because one is specifying that to white people, she is out. She and feels safe. Not just out, like she is is honest, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> About her relationship with this woman. And which means and they make, can only be honest. Not even honest, because this is a lie, right? This is my wife. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's not the honest. Like that's not the truth. Yeah. Like you're creating this persona Ooh, for the white people word. in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and when there are black people around, then you cut everything off. Too close to home. Black people and family. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's not out with the people that she's working with either. So she's not out of work. She's not out Wait, with so her family. So with white people and her wife, because usually that's where they come. I, don't, I think her, <laughs> you she has like adopted, like her assumed family are white. Okay. Her way, like a queer, like adopted yeah, family. Yeah, like took her. Took her in on the... Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I, you know, well, God bless them for that. Right. It's good when a family can take you in, period. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, someone looking out for you. Right. Um, but that's interesting as far as how we develop who we're comfortable with with what. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, this is, this is, this is, for me, this is a glaring red flag. Like, what the, we can stop right here. <laughs> Um, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, if this is not addressed, this is, this is essential stuff here. I mean, who she is comfortable around means that's the proximity to her own self, her comfortable, who she's, how comfortable she is with herself, period. Mm -hmm. Even, even her understanding of herself, forget about, you can't get comfortable if you don't even understand yourself. Like that's a, she's really living two worlds there. Mm -hmm. Three. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, and you're living it with her. Now I'm talking to Keisha. Right. And you're living it with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to because now you're living in the same home with her. You are you have entangled your life with her. All of these decisions. You're just out on a regular day going to get orange juice. And now you've been confronted by black people in aisle three. <laughs> and now you have to walk away from each other as if you were not out getting orange juice <laughs> for your home. Mm. Uh, so do you want to live like that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, is this love for you? Is mm. this feel like love? Is this the experience, the day-to-day? Is this what you can are willing to not take for granted in your experience of love because that's something you should be able to take for granted Mm -hmm. going to the supermarket and talking to whomever so and then even the greater question is if she's always at far extremes dead ass lying to her family Mm -hmm. or just you're invisible to her family you're hyper invisible to the point of la la land to white people where is she real Mm. What is real to y'all? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. So, um, she stopped covering once they got back together. Again, for what other people would think. She, you know, couldn't get hired in hijab, so she let that go. Um, And so, Keisha is struggling at this part in the letter to try to understand Islam. Um, she says, I decided to educate myself and read more material on Islam, notice and build connections with Muslim queer folks. Um, and so just to skip a little bit, she says, for context, my partner won't make queer Muslim friends and says no one gets her because they don't accept that the Quran forbids homosexual acts. She doesn't believe it's up for interpretation. And so the word is law. She says she must keep that part of herself hidden. Mind you, she openly smokes and grows weed. She talks about wanting queer Muslim community and says she struggles with her relationships being haram. So she goes extra hard sometimes on prayer, diet, not listening to profane music or movies, being humbly dressed, etc. Her Muslim family does not talk to her, except one sister. She was kicked out as a teen for being gay. That's where in the letter she mentions that. So the family hasn't uh, reclaimed her. No. Even though she's now devout, kind of, sort of. So this back and forth, I'm sure after she left the husband, they set up for her. She kind of went back in excommunication. Okay, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. They're, so they're done. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and so here we go again with the um, religious cherry picking where I'm going to do these particular things, but I'm also going to condemn these particular things or these other things. I'm going to decide what of this 
is um, acceptable for me. And then I'm going to judge everybody else who is doing the things that I am also doing. So she won't make friends with queer Muslim people because they're not because she ain't looking for the truth. Cause she ain't looking for the truth, not in not in Islam and not in queerness. She ain't looking for the truth. She is scared of something bigger than both of them, mm. for real, for real. Because all she's using um, um, Islam, she can be. You can put her in any Christian. This is this is the same old story in Christianity too. Mm-hmm. You know, you're using religion to not face the fear of being you. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's probably scary as shit. It's so scary, it's invisible. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for real. That's yeah. why she can't land on nothing, really. Yeah. And whatever she can truly justify, or uh, justify enough, rather, like smoking weed or whatever from the ground, or whatever excuse she gives herself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of, and you know, enough, enough. It's like, first of all, you ain't the only Muslim that smokes weed. You ain't the only devout Muslim that smokes weed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But people can at least come to some sort of, you know, reckoning with themselves. You know, they can like, you know, uh, I'm a hypocrite and, you know, right, like right. sometimes, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fault and this is my vice and I, I take it day by day. I'm, I'm good. This is what, you know, whatever people, you know, not to say like a lot of people, Muslims just smoking weed. That's just not really the case. Muslims weed don't smoke weed. But I'm just, <laughs> but, you know, you need to do a lot of devout Christians either, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, you know. He's not a part of the culture, y'all. I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> but um, but I'm just saying that at least have some integrity in your hypocrisy, if you can't even do that, you know, because that isn't that a part of faith, you know, at least mm-hmm. you know honoring your truth at least as it is in, in, at the moment, mm. you know. So yeah. you don't want it to change, so you cover for it, you know. And religion is, is like a shield for anything else. Like it's just, it still don't got nothing to even do with religion. It's just like it's you, yo. Or your girl. Yeah. And so, like, where, where is your common ground in this? Like, where is your safe space in this relationship? Like, where have you all, like, made Amsterdam? <laughs> in the midst of all of this, because this is a, a personal war that she's fighting, right? Uh, but she's inviting you into this right and expecting you to be a member a party in this battle with the promise of what in the end like what what is it that you are fighting with her for like she wants you to fight with her for her no misery likes company right yeah <laughs> so that's what that is yeah, there's a few simple. things that are happening um also you should also take the losses right with 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 stride um because she's going to deny you she's going to uh dismiss and erase you um when those times are relevant for her um and like there are plenty of people who are who have decided like these are the places where I want to discuss my sexuality. These are the places where I do not want to discuss sexuality. They draw those lines. You agree. You understand. Like you move on. You know, with it. 
Um, that's not the case. You're being blindsided mm-hmm. in a lot of these situations. Um, oh, you're learning the rules. Yeah, but they're changing as well mm-hmm. because, you know, the rules change depending on who she's talking to. And you don't know which game you're in until she gives you the clues. Right? <laughs> so you always have to be ready to be dismissed until she gives you the the green light that, no, 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 this is my wife. And now you can relax in your relationship with her. Or, you know, keep looking for cereal, you know, while she's talking. I think people need to understand when you're in a relationship, a relationship can be a fucked up relationship and still give you something that is good and positive. Mm, mm -hmm. The person can still give you, um, can support you in certain ways, can, you know, just by you witnessing their lives, can teach you things like a person can give you a lot of things, but it also can give you grief. Yeah. And you have to ask yourself, you know, you know, is it worth really, or for how long am I going to go through this grief if the grief ain't changing or shifting or it's not yielding at all? Mm-hmm. How long am I going to go through this grief to learn whatever I'm going to learn from this person before I move on? Because mm-hmm. that's really the question, you know, but don't get caught up in like she, you know, we had a good time here or we're great lovers uh, or she was an inspiration. Like, great, then let her be that. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be in such proximity to what for us clearly sounds like a hurricane of of healing and emotion and she got work to do yo she is in a place that i can't even gauge where you're at because i'm like whoa that's that's she's not in a place to be in a relationship with anyone for that matter right (laughs) you know what i I mean man or woman because it takes a lot of personal acceptance in order to be able to be in relationship with somebody else. And I, and of course, this is your letter, this is your viewpoint, but I don't see where that um, is happening there. Like just based off the, the conflicts that you all are having. And there is yet a third layer. So back I'm to all the ears, I'm here. <laughs> we talked about marriage about a year ago after she had been introducing me to some people as her wife for years. Some people. That's good. Some people. She even asked my dad if we could use his backyard for the wedding. Oh, God. Come on. Come on. Come then, on. just before Come the New Year. You're playing games. You're playing games. Playing games, yo. Mm-hmm. You're playing games. How old is this woman? Did she say how old she is? She didn't is? say how old the partner was. Okay, all right. Um, she said she was confused about marriage. When I asked her about this a week ago, she said she can't see herself being married to anyone, but especially not me because I don't have enough spirituality oh and I censor sex too much. We have sex about six times a year. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm horny every day. <laughs> we have an open relationship at her request. Wait, wait a minute. I forgot to put my seatbelt on. I didn't I know there were so many circles and spins in this on this ride, yo. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, uh, we have an open relationship at her request, but I've only had two external at partners. Her request, at, at her, her request. At her request. Right. I've only had two external partners since we've been together, but she had lots of sex with her external partner for a year <laughs> before they broke up. Now, she admits in a sidebar that she understands that her life is a hot-ass lesbian mess. <laughs> bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Because <laughs> the, fir the first step is to admit it. Right. <laughs> oh, bless you, Keisha. So, we are not befriending people because they are not following the letter of the, the law as the Quran states <laughs> that it forbids homosexual acts. However, we are having... So she doesn't want to follow the people that actually can help bridge her worlds. Queer right. Muslims. <laughs> but we're not only having... The obvious hallelujah and she also, doesn't want to... Right. <laughs> we're also having poly relationships oh, uh, which we don't know the gender of these extended yeah. relationships yeah. i'm okay. assuming that they're lesbian but i cannot oh, assume okay. that okay. um and see i don't know <laughs> i guess it's not seen because there's more to the left <laughs> i mean for you okay over there yeah i'm okay i'm okay i'm, I'm listening i'm listening I'm, okay. I'm taking it in you know is, is there's more there's What's more happening? She says, what's breaking my heart is she doesn't want to marry me because of my supposed lack of spirituality as she sees spirituality. And she maintains that our relationship is not something to be proud of, even though I met her out and proud. But she says she loves me and loves being with me and accepts that she is very gay and that won't ever change. Oh, God. She's supposed to go to therapy about this, but she hasn't. I'm struggling with one, standing by her and supporting her growth, or two, accepting that after eight years together, maybe all we have is a friendship until she can recognize, uh, reconcile her identity. Am I wrong? That, that, the ladder, the ladder, go with the ladder. Door number two. Mm-hmm. Door number two, and and I and I and I say that, um, I'm, I'm Keisha. The relationship that you are in is not healthy for you. Um, and and this is not even. And we're speaking from a place really f as much as we can for the love for the both of you, as, as much as we know of you both. Um, but your partner needs help. And I don't, I don't say that facetiously. Like she needs support in a way that she herself is not even trying to seek out. That burden yeah. cannot come. That is a heavy, huge burden. And if she is not taking one step and it's in and the level of hypocrisy to say to your face that she a woman cannot be with you a woman because you 
Oh, a woman, essentially. Mm. That literally says one plus one equals three. She is, she cannot connect the, 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 the simple dots. That's, that's a problem. So there's something at the core that I always say is before and beyond you. Mm-hmm. And, there's a, and there's a point that you have to, you have to self-preservation is at hand here. You need, to, you need to make a move. This, I don't think that this is a good relationship for you. I'm sorry, and, and, and I am not a psychiatrist. Um, you ain't paid me no red cent for none of this. You know, we ain't professionals, we just mm-hmm. lived. And yeah. this is classic red. This is not even a red. This is a this are a flaming of swords of dark thrackies going <laughs> into the it's darkness, true. going out. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, for you, for you, you can't help your partner where she is in her life. Bottom line, you don't think that much of yourself that you can. You cannot. Mm. You yourself, because you're by yourself. She's not letting anyone in. Mm. She's not letting anyone in. So you are by yourself. And if you want to take that on, God bless you. Yeah. But protect your neck. For real. For real. You can move on. You are a young woman. Young woman. Learn. Learn from the love. But don't don't get eaten alive mm-hmm. by someone else's healing process that is that they are not even willing to acknowledge exists. Right. I think. And I'll just use this word just to be blunt about it. She's lying. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time you all get past one barrier, she throws up another barrier. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, there will always be a barrier because the goal is to keep you out. Take it. Um, and so she can say to you, well, I know that you're religious, but you're not the right kind of religious. So you're not good enough for for my respect and my love and for me to take you seriously. And then the next thing will be, you really want sex way too much. I, I can't keep having sex with you. I'm busy having sex with my other partner. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you're not getting none, Keisha. Keisha, and you ain't getting none. And that six times, how many out of six times was it worth it? Is seasonal okay? Is it, is it, is it dick that good? Because I probably not. Mm, probably and you still not. She can't satisfy you in bed six times a year, Keisha. I don't. I don't know where to go with that. So there's always going to be um, a roadblock for you all getting there. She gets to play the this game. Like I get to, you know, have you as my wife when I want a wife with the people I want a wife with. I get to not have you as a wife when I don't want a wife with the people I don't want a wife with. I get to go to your family and be completely out with your family and and plan a whole wedding and all this other foolishness. But I get to go home with you and tell you that you are not worthy of marrying. That's that's what you said in the letter. That's what you told us. Right? Well, Keisha, and so this is not something that we're saying to you. This is what you already know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think the last part of this letter is very telling. And it's something that we hear often. Um, my family and friends ask when we will get married. 
Mm-hmm. I keep mourning what I thought we would have. Am wait a minute, I just wait. like the fiance that she dropped? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, so her family and friends, their understanding of your relationship is void of all of this madness? Mm. Do they not know all that is going on? Why do they think y'all are just, you know, Because he's telling them, like, oh, we're going to get married here in the backyard. It's so nice. It's going to be like this. Our colors going to be this or that. Right? She's putting up this front to to Keisha's family. Like, everything is fine. And Keisha's going along with it, too, though. Keisha's going along with it because she is also by how this relationship is going. She is also protecting mm-hmm. their public mm-hmm. image in whatever way she is. Yeah. So they're just like, girl, when the wedding bell's about to ring? Like, what's going on? It's eight years. And you have not been able to be honest with them either. So you all are just continuing to go along. Yeah. In the you lie. Both com- you're both comforted in the lie. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, you might have to swallow that pill, Keisha. You know, and but it's nothing. You know, listen, we all have been comforted in the lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, for <normal>. sure. <laughs> you know, but at some point, you do put some cold water on your face and act. You know, yeah. you, somebody got to make a move. Um, but uh, that was that the end of the letter. Her the the part where am I just like the fiance she dropped. Yes, 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 yes. We question. have yeah. dogs at home and their family. Um, yeah, I would say yes, actually. Because <laughs> I don't think she can pick up anything for long. Mm. You know, because she's searching. She's trying to, she's searching, seeking, trying to find um, everything but herself. <laughs> you know, everyone's there to compliment or to, to you know, she's searching. I don't know what, there's a lot going on, you know. I can't really you know say much beyond that yeah. but you know i know that, that and and listen i i get it look eight years may feel like i invested eight <laughs> yes <laughs> listen we understand that part baby yeah and i'm gonna give you a little respect because some people are like i gave three like three years picture move on <laughs> i said there ain't no time move on you know even five i'll be like oh it hurts but move on eight years i can feel you like ah but put it like this, just like we said earlier, okay? Those are eight years of, of hopefully well-filed lessons that yes. you can refer to yes. when needed. You know, take it as a beautiful growing pill. There were great times. There were times that you were you didn't understand, that you might have been lost in, that you covered for, that you praised, that you enjoyed. Like, all of that is in there. It's not an either-or. It's not like the uh, relationship is a, a failure, per se. You know, not if you get, not if you don't get something from it. Now, whether she gets something from it, that's a whole different issue. And that's still not on you. <laughs> but yeah. don't get caught up in the time and how people may perceive, man, y'all been together for eight years and what the fuck happened? First of all, you can tell them none of your motherfucking business mm. for now. <laughs> or, you know, or you can just get right with yourself while you end the relationship and you tell them which pe- people what they need to hear and tell them to move on and can we move on. And so you can kind of really, you can yourself move on. You know, breaking up is never hard. I mean, it should be never easy, you know. Um, but I can, you know, I don't I don't know if that's something you're thinking about, like that's part of the, like, you know, the 
wanting to commit to the relationship is that you've already invested eight years into the relationship. And you know you have. You have invested eight years um, into the relationship. And that can be a good thing if you, you know, leave it. But first I'm packing it and then, you know, leave it the good stuff. I think that first thing that you ask is, is still key. Like, mm-hmm. is this love for you? Yeah. Mm, is this love? Is this what is this love? Want? Yeah, love that I'm feeling. Like. Is this the love <laughs> like, that I've been searching for? Okay. See, I went the other way. Is this love? Is love, this love? love. Oh, <laughs> that I'm feeling. Yeah. And so, if that's like, if this is what you want to do, baby, by all means, knock yourself out. Like you can run this literally you can run this race the rest of your life and she will definitely make sure that you have some hurdles to jump. Should be passive baton right? to you to the day you <laughs> you leave this Absolutely. She'll pass she'll pass the baton to you to the grave. Mm-hmm. With excuses. Mm, yeah. You know, it's supposed to be your ride, not her ride. You're on her ride. You gotta get off that ride, yo. It's it's not your ride. Yeah. Where are you in that ride? You're just on a ride, and it's not your ride. You don't got no controls. You know, you don't got the wheels. You know, you trying. You over here with the map. Like, should we take a left? You're like, nope. You know what's around that corner? Nope, can't go there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, we can make this U-turn. Oh, no, can't do that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, what, 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 what purpose do you serve in a relationship? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, seriously, seriously. And I heard some fantastic um, advice that my wife was giving um and i'll paraphrase it i cannot say it as eloquently as she did um she was saying um in a situation in a relationship situation uh, where this person was far removed from themselves in order to be in this relationship she said for the person to put a post-it note at the farthest place that they go in their day that says self Right, put that post-it note right there. This is the farthest I'm going from home. Right today, put the post-it note up and then go away from it. Like walk away from it. That is physically the representation as you are moving through your day. How far away from yourself you are mm. going for this relationship. Mm. Right? Mm. So think of that. You know. <laughs> That that visual, you know, even if you don't actually do it, like, where are you? Where are you even in this letter? Where are you in this relationship? Where are you in yourself? <laughs> where are you advocating for you? Where where are you? So that's that's like, yeah. You sound like a you know, it's, it's like it's almost like from her perspective, you're like a blank canvas, like a a, a continual, like you're like a whiteboard. Mm. You're like she can just throw ideas at or something like it's like it's almost like you're not a and I don't I don't even mean no fuck it this is the way my mind goes it's like it's almost like you're an inanimate object in her life. Wow. You know I know and and this is not a diss to you at all. It's not even a diss to her. I'm just talking about how the human brain works when you're you are have not reached the point of even entertaining the idea of healing whatever the wounds are that are making you live this kind of this fabricated existence of excuses populated with excuses and excuses it's like people can't she it's not like you're just another person in her 
whatever like world that she's created for herself mm -hmm. and that's why i kept i'm moving towards like this object and the, the thing you are is like you are the the the, the blank caption just throw ideas and like and as soon as you actually in, engage back with her she just wipes you clean it's like okay no no we're gonna <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like she's not really engaging with you that's not that's not how two people you know anyway um and 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 we say this, and we say this for a, a, any letter that comes across, you know, our email that's about, you know, who I am, who am I in a relationship, or what am I doing in this relationship, or whatever the relationship is. It's like, don't ever feel that like what we're saying is like, damn, was I stupid or blah da da? I didn't see. It's like, yeah, of course you didn't fucking see. You're in a fucking relationship. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in a relationship. <laughs> You don't see, you, perspective is something you gain over time, but the only way you gain perspective is maintaining an anchor in yourself. You have to be anchored to some degree to yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? To gain, to gain mm. perspective as you learn and grow with somebody. But of course, you, when you're in a relationship, you don't, you don't have perspective. Mm. You, you, all you have are your own thoughts. And especially I know all you have is your own thoughts because you're isolated. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, you know, she can't say nothing to her family. She can't say nothing to black. Y'all can't say nothing to black people. You know, you can't say nothing to, or whatever you're telling your family ain't the truth. Mm -hmm. So all you're doing is, is, is talking to yourself. And you can't and even I, be you, honest with her. Exactly. So be careful with that. Mm. You know? Um, so, you know, I mean, but don't, don't feel bad about that. Just, just like, well, now you know. If mm -hmm. you didn't know, well, now you know. And you may, you know, poo-poo us. <laughs> Not poo-poo us, but you may say, yeah, that's deep. And then, you know, next day, like, my baby, my baby, you know, where's Bay? I get that. It's a process. We just ain't nothing. We ain't nothing but pebbles on your path, baby. <laughs> 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 but we are helping you, hopefully, towards whatever your path is in life. And But just know that you could, you might need a little breathing. You may need some time for yourself, mm -hmm. maybe. And you did just fine in that time when you all were... Mm -hmm. you, you were okay. You didn't. You didn't die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you made it. Mm -hmm. Look at mm -hmm. you having a guest bedroom for her to come crash in. <laughs> <laughs> to lay her head. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if I helped at all. Hopefully, Hanifa's gems were the ones that you could hold on to to get through. Um, this experience. That's what we are here for. Your aunties are here to just give our perspective on whatever those things are that you are going through. We are not here to judge. Just give you a little nudge. <laughs> <laughs> and so, if you all have any letters that you want to send to us, you know, mm -hmm. send them at you gave. Look, I guess I just want to thank Keisha. Yes. I do want to thank you, Keisha, because I'm, I'm sure one of the reasons why you did reach out to us is because there was an Islamic aspect to your to your letter mm -hmm. and dealing with it. But you know, but I'm sure you wonder. You probably understood even before you wrote it that this has less to do specifically about Islam and more to do, and less even religion for that matter, mm -hmm. but more to do with your partners avoiding things. Yeah. Just so, but I want to thank you. Um, for thinking of us, Absolutely. honestly, honest, and we want to encourage other people um, who are who are queer and Muslim, uh, Muslim in questioning, um, uh, what have you, Muslim within the spectrum. Um, if you want to reach out to us uh, with any advice, 
um, that you may need from us uh, about life, love, and all of those things. As Red was saying, yes, <laughs> at yougayunties.gmail.com. Um, also, you can um, send us a message in the DMs on Instagram um, at what is that? You gay aunties? <laughs> Me, what a day. <laughs> no, I was going to say like Instagram.com. Like you didn't need all of that. It's just oh, day, oh, girl. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes, man, I like that. Okay, listen, we essentially the same age. Yes. All right, all right, all right. But you, you be talking about the internet like my mama, yo. I be like, I yo. <laughs> I don't use all this language like in my daily conversation. So... <laughs> But you around kids. I am, but I don't say like DM me. Like nobody none of my students are ever gonna do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. So then when I come on the show that I'm like, hit us in the DMs and I feel all whack. Please <laughs> <laughs> don't hit yeah. us in the DMs. You can <laughs> you, you can you can you can be the elongated version and just say the direct message. You can direct message us. <laughs> At and you can support us at patreon.com slash aunties to give us a little love offering to keep the show rolling also uh, if you would like to give us some comments and subscriptions on the medium that you are listening to the show on <laughs> stop playing with your bra girl stop playing with your bra <laughs> I'm over here making it. I'm like, girl, stop playing with your prize. Like, it's coming across the mic. <laughs> I had going, you get, but like I said, we said it was catching up on TV and uh, and letters. So, you know, we chilling, we chilling. Yeah. So, we get comfortable <laughs> as we exit. That's all I have. <laughs> all right. So with, with that being said, I am Hanifa Walid. And I am Red Summer. And we are your gay aunties. Bye, baby. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>